0: Hey, everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. I often speak about my mistakes, and I think the biggest thing that comprises our lives is the relationship that we have with others. Our relationships form such a meaningful part of our existence. And as I reflect upon my life, I realize that there were several mistakes that I have made in my relationship. And in this podcast episode, I wanted to share all of them with you. And through that, hopefully leave you with my lessons or my interpretations of those mistakes as they happened. I remember that I used to always, always, always sugarcoat my feedback, especially if it was harsh. Because even if I felt very strongly that they had done something wrong, I never wanted to come across as rude. I felt that they would feel bad about themselves, they would blame themselves for being inadequate. So for me, sugarcoating my feedback to them was my way of lessening the harm that it would do to them. But today I realize that people who genuinely wish to grow, they're always seeking feedback. And if you dilute that feedback, it is actually disrespectful to them. I remember that I've always wanted to know how I could help. Any relationship that I was in, I always was like, how can I help you? How can I help you? Tell me, how can I help you? I always wanted to know what was wrong. Hey, what's wrong? Why are you not being yourself? But I somehow never shared, how is it that they can help me? Even when they asked, I never shared what was wrong at my end because I felt that that was my way of protecting them from whatever I was going through. But today I realize that people want the joy of being able to help you just as much as they seek that joy of being helped from you. I continue to be in toxic friendships. I continue to be in friendships with my school friends, with even some of my cousins because i just felt how could i be so selfish and leave them now they were there with me when i was growing up and now just because they don't work out for me that would be so criminal of me to do so i continued to be with i continued to be friends with people who had long stopped growing and just because i'd been friends with them that was the only reason but today i know that sometimes killing a relationship is the only way that you can save yourself from it I thought it was my responsibility to keep the other person happy. And if they were unhappy, then I was at fault. I am the incapable one. I am the inadequate one. I'm the one who didn't do enough to keep them happy. But the most important truth about relationships is that the best relationships are those where people take responsibility for their own happiness. It's not your responsibility to make people happy. It is people's responsibility to make themselves happy. And if they're not happy, that's not your fault. That's not your fault. I felt that I will keep my parents happy with the money I make. So everything was about the money that I was making. I would send them on vacations, I'll buy them things, I'll make their life comfortable. But the busier I got, the less happy they were, despite all the things that they now had, with the money that I was making. And that's when it dawned upon me that relationships do not need money or things to grow. They need time. They need time. I justified spending insane hours at work because I was doing this for our future. And the next thing I know that our son was four years old. Relationships may not even have a future. But all of them have a present All of them have a moment which is right now and every relationship of yours which is meaningful for you in your life it needs this moment right now I became friends with my colleagues and that made it hard for me to be direct and radical with them I somehow felt that because I was friends with them, I needed to be nice to them. And if I had to share feedback, which was work-related, I felt odd, I felt awkward, I felt just not comfortable doing that. And my friendship eventually superseded my responsibility as a leader. I began to fail as a leader while being a good friend. And I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't be friends. You can't allow your responsibility as a friend to overtake your responsibility as a leader. A relationship I now recognize can take multiple avatars. And if we do not know which is the most important one for us at that point of time in life, we will fail in all other versions of that relationship. After the birth of our first child, my wife dedicated herself, understandably so, to becoming a mother. And while I needed her to still play the role of my friend and my partner, she was busy playing the role of a mother. And I felt dismissed. I felt neglected. I felt that the mother in her had taken over my friend. But today I realize that people change. They always do. Because of which relationships always change. So if you have people who keep telling you that you've changed, you've changed, you've changed, (laughs) then it most likely is them who needs to change. I always wanted to solve people's problems. I heard them out and my instant reaction thereafter was, okay, let's make a plan to fix these things. I know how to solve this. And I thought I was being helpful. I genuinely thought that I was being helpful when I'm trying to solve problems. But quite often the best gift that you can give a relationship is the ability to listen. Just listen. It angered me that my parents did not understand why I left my PhD, why I left my cushy consulting job, why I left my startup. They don't understand me. That was all that I could think of. They don't understand me. And it would have been easy for me to see how their life experiences had shaped their reality. In a relationship, it's it's always easy to think they don't understand me. But how often do we ask, do I understand them? My parents have most certainly been through a very tough time, much tougher than we are going through. And because of that, their biases, their approaches, and even to some extent, their dismissal of what we're doing stems from, do we really understand them? I craved for acknowledgement in all my relationships. I craved for a thank you when I did something. I craved for a you're awesome when I helped someone. And if people didn't acknowledge, I thought that they were not doing their part in a relationship. But acknowledgement doesn't always come in words, it also comes through action. Sometimes even through silence, if we care enough to listen. If you crave for acknowledgement, you may or may not find it. But if you do things without the need for acknowledgement, you'll find it in surprising ways. For the longest time, I blamed myself for everything. I was inadequate, I was responsible, I was incapable, I was wrong, I was a failure. And that affected my relationships. I overcompensated, I was needy, I sought validation. Once a friend asked me, when was the last time you shouted at someone? You were rude to someone, you abused someone, you hurt someone, you blamed someone. And I frankly couldn't remember. And I said, I I don't remember. When was the last time I spoke rudely? to someone to the extent that I abuse them, hurt them, blame them. And then the friend said, then how is it that you do that same thing to yourself every single day? And that's when it struck me that at times the most toxic relationship you have to save yourself from is the one that you have with your own self. I realized today that almost all the mistakes I made in my relationships stemmed from the relationship that I had with my own self. And the day I was able to fix my relationship with my own self, I gave myself the opportunity to fix all my relationships. I still suffer from imposter syndrome. I still think of myself as a failure. I know that I've let so many people down. But the difference is that these thoughts now drive me to become a better person as against shutting me down. I find strength from my failures. Because today I choose to define my success and my failure instead of allowing the world to define it for me. My relationship with myself today is one where I'm aware of what I'm feeling and I try to answer why, almost always. It's a relationship that grows. And I'm reminded of a powerful quote to end this episode, a quote from Seneca which says that the most powerful is he who has himself In his own power most powerful is he who has himself in his own power and if there's anything that i would wish for all of you is for all of you to fall in love with yourself to see yourself for what you are worth to see yourself despite what you have done to see yourself in a way that's precious that's beautiful that's harmless so that you have the purest form of relationship with your own self and thus you give yourself the space to be the best version of who you can be in all other relationships. Stay safe. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you.